to the International Minute of Mystery, where we go through the Austin Powers movies one minute at a time, starting with the International Man of Mystery. I'm Johnny, and I have my special guest. I'm Nathan from A Goofy Movie Minute. (laughs) He's been here all week, folks. This is his grand finale of the week, and it begins with, do you really expect them to pay? (laughs) No, I expect them to die. (laughs) Classic. It's like, that's how you should be as an evil person. Like, don't expect anyone to pay. Just kill them all. Well, I think I think they're doing a reference on Goldfinger, right? Which is yeah. But then he does expect them to pay. <laughs> he kind of because he still wants the he money. Wants, he wants both. He wants to have his payment and them to die. I mean, I think it's a good one. Sure. It's. But I feel uh, he underestimates because he talks about he wants their cities to what be filled with mech liquid hot magma he loves that stuff yeah but it's like he underestimates the amount of actual magma that will be flowing through the streets that's true it's gonna be a lot more ash probably yeah and not like what you're expecting like las vegas to just like liquid hot magma to be rolling around in the streets right it's not gonna be like that movie volcano it's gonna be more like that movie dante's Peak. yeah or Pompeii. He he just has a very unrealistic view. I don't think he studies too hard. I don't think he he knows. Well, I mean, he's not he he's not a doctor in geology. That's true. He's I don't know what he is a doctor in medically. Yeah. Like uh evil dermatologist. I think that that would be appropriate. Although he should do something about that scar. Mm-hmm. No, he keeps it so he looks cool. Oh, okay. He actually gave himself that scar. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was like, I need my street cred. Yeah. I like that his scar is such that he can't even open that eye all the way. Mm-hmm. I, part of me thinks that that was like the makeup department that didn't do so hot. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like... <laughs> When they were attaching the like latex prosthetic, they're like, "Oh shit, we didn't cut this out right." So he's gonna squint. Well, I think it's for the entire movie. Yeah, it's like he was just making a neutral face when they did it because he was bored. It was taking so long, but then he couldn't stretch his eyes back open because it was kind of held in the corner a little bit. That's horrible planning all the way around. I think it adds something to his character, though. He's got that <laughs> kind of lopsided look that you love. It uh, takes away from his sleekness because his outfit is very, like, sleek. His head is very sleek. (laughs) Just the one scar, really. Yeah. Uh, But, oh, go for it. Blofeld had a scar, right? That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Let me. I, I think... You know, this movie has a lot of stuff like that. It's kind of parody, but the reason it, it works so well is because it's got its own new things, too. It it kind of builds its own world, and it starts right away. It's not it's not just parody. If it were, I think this movie yeah. would have been, eh, and we would have forgotten about it instantly. It's, it's the memorable characters and stuff 
the the like weird gags that that made oh, it last. Wow. I didn't even I didn't even know his outfit was fairly similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, his outfit is very similar in like cut and color. It's very neutral. Is the cat from Blowfield too? Yeah. Okay. he has a white cat and then of course you get the that's the whole parody but then he gets hairless because of that this whole scheme of events that's purely austin powers yeah that's true when when i was a kid i think i thought the cat was a reference to inspector gadget oh my god (laughs) he did have a cat (laughs) the evil guy well okay in a way wouldn't inspector gadget wait wait now I have to investigate this. When did Inspector Gadget come out? Oh, I have no idea. When I was a kid, I didn't really rec- I didn't have any idea when cartoons originally aired. I just saw them all as the same thing when they were on TV. Okay, the TV series was 1983. So maybe they also played off of some like James Bond like things. Yeah. Well, it's kind of endearing. You know, they're not mean to their cats. It's nice that they are able to have something they care for so much and just like it makes them more endearing. It's literally the only thing that they actually love in their lives. Uh, What about destruction or money? Uh okay. Uh Doctor Evil's hierarchy of important things. Uh-huh. Mr. Bigglesworth, money, then destruction. Ooh, I don't know about that though, because he did deny legitimate forms of making money in exchange for destruction. Okay, maybe we need to switch. I think those, those two might need to be switched, yeah. What would number two's be? His would be money first, I think. Oh, number two. Okay, yeah. Uh, You're like, wait, what? <laughs> number two is, um, yeah, probably money. And then I bet he has like a whole bunch of core values. <laughs> He's got a mission oh, statement. We have, to be, we have to be like ethical business partners. Like, I don't know. Right. Environmentally friendly. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his second core value. <laughs> Everything has to be environmentally friendly. Carbon neutral technology we want to be the future not the past put down the fossil (laughs) fuels yeah even though they have um oil refineries in seattle i think that's where it is oh right but that wasn't his idea that was dr evil's idea number two's idea is definitely the whole telecommunications the tiny factory that makes factories (laughs) oh yeah he was also the one make. He thought it was a good idea to do a tour of the Virtucom facilities. He's like, we gotta let people know, man, that we're like going into the future. Yeah. And did you know in yeah. five years we're going to be employee owned? Oh, that's cute. Yeah, great. That's very ethical for your workers. Sure is. <laughs> have you been on any factory tours? No, I have not. There's a really good one where I live in Fort Collins of the new Belgian brewery. It's it's like an hour and a half and you get to taste all different kinds of beer and see the whole the whole setup. It's really fun. 
That's one of my favorite breweries. Yeah, it's actually it's fantastic. Great time. I was gonna try to go on this Cigar City one, but it's not quite as extensive because they're like a room. It's like one room. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I went on Odell, which is another good brewery, and it was like two rooms. It wasn't wasn't quite the same. So I'll have to go on the New Belgium one because if that one's extensive, I need to know. Do do you also ride a tram for that? Like a little trolley. You don't, but at one point you go down a slide. (sighs) What? Okay, (laughs) I'm in. You had me at a slide. I'm good. Um, do they do they have sharks? Um, actually, the sharks are endangered, so they had to get rid of them. Okay, okay, but that's the only thing I ask for. Is sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's another one of those things that, like, Dr. Evil didn't factor in from the 60s. Endangered species. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the 60s, people just threw their garbage everywhere, and being an environmentalist meant you didn't throw your garbage out the window. <laughs> you didn't litter. You smoked a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. And you were just one with nature. But he brings it back around again with every animal deserves a warm meal. Which is not true. I mean, they do deserve it, but like they don't need it. No, they don't. And also I looked up How whether or not sh- lasers would work very well underwater. Here, here's don't. the too long didn't read. If it's, <laughs> if it's anything but visible light, it's going to struggle to pass more than a few centimeters through the water laser weapons can work through water but not very well so underwater a laser is at best a short distance weapon so that checks out because there's no closer distance than biting yeah that's contact right there well also these um aquatic creatures are kept in a small pool Instead of the large ocean mm-hmm. when you're in his lair. So it's even shorter distance. That's true. Too. So that also checks out. I thought out. you were going to say cruel. So maybe he's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it is cruel. They have to do shows. It's very SeaWorldy. Yeah. You know, if they're not careful, it's possible that these, these aquatic uh, angry fish with lasers could kill someone. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a henchman. It's warning, you know. That's -hmm. what happens when you put nature in a small uh, hot tub. Yep. They're going to kill somebody. They'll get mad. Because they're angry. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be mad too. Well, actually, I'd be relaxed. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, thanks. You're putting me in a hot tub. I needed that. Yeah. It's been a long week. Yeah. I like a pool too. I'll, I'll swim. So what kind of... I'm I'm assuming he wants great white sharks. Right. Not like baby nurse sharks. Yeah. I'm literally looking up what species are on. Okay. So quite a few. Um, yeah. It kind of has to be because they're the most menacing looking out of all of these guys. Mm-hmm. It was really forward thinking of him to want the sharks before Jaws came out. Mm-hmm. He was first. 
Yeah, because I don't think you can put a whale shark at a pool. Whale sharks are gentle giants. Mm-hmm. I've I've swam with a whale shark before. What? They don't. They just uh, they just swim really big and slowly. They don't. They're not too interested. Where have you swam with? In one? Western Australia. What? It's like a you get on a boat and then they have a plane or a helicopter that flies around and looks for whale sharks and then they radio them the coordinates and you like they kind of go out front and then you can uh you like snorkel down and uh because they because if they're seeing them they're pretty close to the surface and they just like swim by you it's they're uh pretty cool that's amazing yeah so anyway i don't think they would be much for for eating that you know they're not ill-tempered no and no shark is truly ill-tempered, but I mean, if you attach a laser beam, maybe they might be, and put them in a small place. Yeah, plus it'll help with their accuracy. They got like a sight. Mm-hmm. But we don't have any sharks yet because they are endangered, and number two has disappointed Dr. Evil. I love his sound that he does to to introduce disappointment, which is like a... Um, <laughs> It's not really like a clear your throat. It's kind of halfway between that and a, um, excuse me. (laughs) So basically the minute ends right after he feels so disappointed and it ends with, can you remind me what I pay you for? Which I agree. Like what, what does he pay any of these people for? Does he even pay number two? It seems like number two made all the money. (laughs) He's like the CEO of Virtucon, so I feel like it's fine. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, he doesn't pay his son. Well, except child support, I guess. Yeah, maybe. but he's eighteen. Free room and board. You get a, a fancy evil Man. dinner and uh, a bedroom to play your your grunge. And you don't die. Uh barely. So, Doc or Mister, no, Mister Two, no, Number Two says. That there'd be too much red tape to clear up. It would take a few weeks. Yeah. Well, what have they been doing? They got a few weeks. They didn't get cut through that red tape. I mean, they've had a few weeks because they've been planning this whole thing for like 30 years. Yeah, they built that tank and stuff. They could have put in the application to get an endangered dark, er- uh, endangered shark early. <laughs> My talking machine isn't working. <laughs> I'm thinking about like what bureaucratic red tape must you go through and how much money do you need to pay the government to get an endangered species? You probably have to apply as an educational facility that's going to teach children, you know, get your nonprofit status. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you have to get one that's already been put into captivity because it was injured or something, can't be rehabilitated to the wild. And that's when you fit it for the laser. It's just my guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds valid. But I'm just saying, do then it. What, could, what is he paying for? Take one from the zoo. Yeah. Right. They have enough money. They have enough time. They built a tank. Disappointing. Plus there's other kinds of sharks. He wasn't even specific. That's true. Just get another kind of shark. Or a or a uh ill tempered dolphin. Just a grumpy dolphin. Dolphin who's been burned too many times and will never love again. Just come to SeaWorld. Yep. Take them all. (laughs) 
You'll have a whole pod. If if they ever do another Austin Powers, they should uh, see World as one of the empires they should own. Yeah, the extensive because they they have now fitted more aquatic animals with lasers. Right. So I really hope that Mike Myers listens to our entire podcast because slowly we've been writing Austin Powers four along the way of like suggestions on what we would want to see. Uh huh. So I'm hoping that at some point he'll hear it. He'll hear us and hear our plea to make a fourth one. So it's tough. With the fourth one, you can't just do it as a pure nostalgia fest because they already did that for the third one soon as it was. Mm -hmm. It was all callbacks. So the fourth one will have to be kind of... I'm thinking more of like a Casino Royale, like a back-to-basics kind of gritty Austin Powers. Mm -hmm. You know? Like a... Maybe, maybe like make it set in the early 60s when Austin Powers was just getting his start, but Mike Myers still plays him. Oh, like, um, like if you were doing like, um, Origin, right? Like Wet Hot American Almost. Summer, where they go back and film the prequel, even though all the cast is 10 years older than they were then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. And just kind of show how he became Austin Powers. That's what I'd like to see because it seems like. In the first one, you see him do one little thing at the beginning. And then everything else is like, it's just his reputation of of how he got to where he is. And you don't get to see him rise up through the ranks, like a Kingsman type thing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, how did he get his reputation as a groovy swinger is what I want to know. How did he even meet Mrs. Kensington? I want to know all these things. That's... That's what I think would be a, a good one. All right. So I hope he hears all of these suggestions. I guess I'll have to... Does he even have a Twitter? Just tweet at him. Listen to this, please. <laughs> Take all of our suggestions, please. If you are listening... Don't sue me. F- Hi, Michael Myers. <laughs> Hello. Don't make any more Shrek movies. Just make another Austin Powers movie. Please. Oh, wait. That's the killer from Halloween. Hi, Mike Myers. Oh, yeah. Mike I'm Myers. guessing you would rather see an Austin Powers 4 than a Wayne's World 3. Yeah. Even though I really like Wayne's World, I just want another Austin Powers. I agree. Wayne's World is of its time. Spy movies are eternal. I mean, Austin Powers has already been over so many different times that I feel like there'd be more places to go. Mm-hmm. We could go back. We could go forward. Who knows? We could go to the quasi future. <laughs> the quasi future, where um, Doctor Evil's a design mogul. <laughs> yeah. I only like, have to get Doctor Evil just needs to take advantage of his other skills. He's doing designs. He's running business empires, and then he gets pulled back in for one more evil job. He doesn't even want to. But he has to kill Austin for the last time. Yeah, but aren't they, they're well anyway? We will get there in the future. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no, no spoilers. Not that, definitely not that. That's a big spoiler. Um, yeah, it's quasi means apparently, but not really. <laughs> apparently, but not really. Is that the actual definition? Um, or is that your, what, <laughs> your definition? No, that is, that is what I found on dictionary internet, but I don't know what website okay. it's from. Being partly or almost or seemingly. But 
actually, but not really. Yeah. Uh, well, that seems more like pseudo. That's like fake. It seems like the mm-hmm. almost would be better because it's like, you know, quasi sounds kind of like quarter. Like it's a quarter true. <laughs> Just one fourth. One fourth future. Nothing more. Yeah. Because we got the silver, but nothing else is right. All right. I'm completely out of things to say. I'm literally, I'm I'm writing down all of these things as possible, like <laughs> episode titles. So that's what's happening there. But um, do you want to wrap up the week with a nice uh, original plug? Sure. Well, why don't you pr- plug your own podcast first? Okay, fine. I'll plug my own <laughs> podcast. Uh, you're listening to it. I hope you've listened to it for all of these 65 episodes because that would be lovely. Um, but... We do have a Facebook. We do have a Twitter. Um, we do have an email. But I highly suggest you going to the Facebook and the Twitter. Twitter, more likely. Um, uh, and it is Austin at Austin Powers Min. Because apparently Min, it was too long. And you can just search us on Facebook at Austin Powers Minute. Yeah, please leave us a review. That'd be nice. Be nice in the review. Be groovy and nice. It sounds kind of like All men right. when you say it like men. that. Like Austin Powers. Austin men. Powers yeah. men. Woman, because we're a lady-run podcast. So. Woman it. <laughs> Woman it. <laughs> uh, and my name was Nathan and continues to be Nathan <laughs> even after this podcast is over. <laughs> You can find me on a, a Goofy Movie Minute, which is a podcast about a Goofy movie. You can follow us on Instagram, which I think you could find with quick search, Facebook. On Instagram, we post uh, funny stills that we get by uh, by really breaking it down. Oh, boy. So, Oh, and I also do a podcast called Calvin and Hobbes Cast, where we talk about individual strips of Calvin and Hobbes in the order in which they were published. So wow. that's a good one too. Um, eh, that's about it. Thanks for having me. That's cool. Yeah, of course. And um, definitely reach back out to you for the Spy Shag Me. You down? Yeah. Yeah. I like that awesome. one as much, if not even a little bit more, probably. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> so um, the one, I guess, pseudo quasi rule that we have oh that was keiku the quasi rule is uh that friday the guest takes us out with our oh yeah i forgot yeah stay groovy is that it okay (laughs)